Hello, podcast and monomania. Hope you're having the best day. Before we get into today's show, I want to make everyone aware of the importance of kindness and compassion. Ingenuity and a sense of cooperation are definitely needed at times like this. It's a great time for Neon, especially, but however many first-time listeners are, are unaware of just how deep we've gone. Go into search within the show's listings and hunt around. You'd be super surprised at how many amazing Neon folks we've had on the show to date. And also take a screenshot or DM us. What I mean is let us know what you're hyped about and it may just end up in our next episode. And now today's podcast. Welcome to the Mondo Neon Show. Argon, Neon, Helium, Xenon, Krypton. Transform and roll out. Uh, Max, I'm Mondo Neon. I'm with Tim Leonard from Heavy Lightworks. Thanks, Tim, for coming on the show. Wow, Max. Thanks. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate everything you do. A lot of things that really get by me are, are really things that like, you know, kind of look similar, but there's nothing similar about your work. There's a lot of really intense moments where I kind of, you know, I think about things that I like versus things other artists like, and it's very creative. Like that process takes a lot of avenues and people approach it very differently, but you know, skateboards and arcade games and, 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 and unique elements about your guys's work, especially at the artistic level is just a commitment. Like there's really a, a, a cool moment where kind of like a showroom slash kind of picture came along maybe take our listeners a lot of people just are unaware of of the intense moments of, of neon artists where kind of where they come from what's getting started a lot of people are just getting into this stuff some people are veterans that listen to the show or some people just admire neon in general but you know what was it like for you kind of in that okay i'm going to get off and start making some neon signs like i'm going to get out there and, and do my thing was there any kind of point in time where you can kind of harken back to you oh yeah yeah, but, but first, I got to say, Max, I really appreciate what you're doing here. And I get so much information from what from all the, uh, the information you're culminating from all over the world. And hearing everyone else's stories is very, very inspiring. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, so I mean, the world is really, all of that. Yeah, the world's connected too. I think it's, it's neat to know that people are, are listening to this. And and, and I admire that, and I appreciate that comment, by the way. Um, yeah, I, I live on Whidbey Island. It's a small island just north of Seattle, and I don't get off the island very much. <laughs> so having other avenues for exploring is very important to me. And, and, and uh, yeah, great. Thank you so much. But yeah. so going back a little bit, um, yeah, I, I've been, I grew up in Maryland. I went, I, um, went to the boardwalk in Ocean City as a kid. And, I've always been fascinated by neon lights, heard the clickety, 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 you know, in the signs. And, and then I got in, in, after high school, I started doing, I worked in a sheet metal shop. I started out working on boats as a kid. And then after high school, I went to sheet metal and I went to the apprenticeship program and just killed it. I aced it. For some reason, I, it was just a natural for me. So the sheet metal aspect of the signage came very easy. I mean, I've been doing it for a long time, but, um, and then I've always someday was wishing that I could just learn how to do neon. I was always fascinated by it. And then I had a, you know, about nine years ago or so, there was a, I had a car accident and um, my neck was injured. So I had to, I had a lot of recovery time. And then I, sit, I remember like day two or day three in my Velcro neck brace, sitting in my recliner watching TV and the light went on. I'm like, oh, it's time. It's time to learn how to do neon now. Because I couldn't work for six months. I was, you know, on late duty while I was recovering. 
and the recovery went really smooth. Everything went smooth as far as, you know, the healing, but um, the neon doesn't require any hard physical labor, at least to learn how to bend anyway, you know, to mm-hmm. get some fires and get in the fires. So I scoured the internet, YouTube, read all the books I could get my hands on. And then I was also, there was that, remember that bulletin board, a BBS neon? Mm-hmm. It's not, it's still up there, but it's not active anymore. But it was very active back then. I was always, I was just scouring that and gleaning all the information from all the old timers. And there was and all, a, you, all the youngins on the radio are listening on the podcast at radio. All the youngins are listening right now, especially on that, like, you know, even like message boards, we call them now. Yeah, message board. <laughs> Which yeah, is wild, totally right? I mean, like even going, it, it, I want everybody to realize, you know, if you're really interested in something, just Google it. There's this whole thing about going to school and figuring things out. Like there's obviously it's a very tactile type of thing making neon, <clears throat> but you know, I want, I just want to make everybody that there, there is, there is this awareness that, you know, if you, you know something, you, should, you can look it up on the internet, which is neat. You know, it was yes. just like, there was no one guiding you in this way. You just knew there was information, you know, at your fingertips. Well, I, in the classified section, there was a whole neon setup, whole studio. I mean, a whole plant, and half of it, it was all in storage. Only half of it was ever unboxed. Well, everything was still in the box, and she wanted like five thousand dollars for it. And I was like, road trip, and got two of my best friends to drive me down to from Seattle down to Oakland, California, and I rented a van and rolled up the van and took like two weeks to come back. And I set it all up, had my friends help me, had some electrician friends because there's a lot of power involved, as you know. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of scary at first. So I had my electrician friends come and help me hook all that up. And, you know, I started I started baking glass, getting burnt, getting cut, filled up a couple of 555-gallon trash cans of glass, you know. And Lord behold, it kind of went. Yeah. And it was that one day code, that one, there's that one video that's out there that, close to the entire processing process and i was like oh that's the one <laughs> and I, I got some things to light and then i in the three months later i was involved in a show little gallery down in our little town and i built like four pieces and finished them and it was so cool amazing. but then shortly after i had an old timer named tom webb dr neon whom you should try to get on the show if you can um he moved from ballard seattle up to woodby island and he's a 35-year veteran, salty, salty old dog. And uh, he came over one day and he's like, oh, let me show you this trick. And I'm like, oh, that's what they meant. You know, like I saw in real time what, what was actually some of the, you know. So since then, he's been with, I've been up there, he's been down here, and he's been, you know, guiding me. And especially to having that person to call at 3 o'clock in the morning and you're trying to finish this one piece up and and something's not working right, something's leaking or something. And like, like, Tom, I don't know what's going on here. You know, I'm like, all right, Tom, happens to be all the time, even after 30 years. Just just keep at it, baby. That's all <laughs> yeah. I needed. It's Need like that, that, little bit of- that little push, too. I mean, how how integral is that? I mean, the beginning of, of really, I think, any sort of neon building process, especially when just anything about neon, it's very much oriented in, in, in experience. It's rooted in that. But there's also an element of surprise, I think. You can kind of surprise yourself in interesting ways and understanding that you know the baseline is what you know but it always gets you get better right over time yeah and, and we prepare ourselves for a lot of different things in life but you know it's difficult to know what's at the end of the end of the corner if you don't do it and just commit something whether and i think every every minute you you commit yourself to something like neon bending you're constantly learning you know 
and, and making oh, adjustments. Yeah, and it's amazing how many people have all different ways of doing things. That's it'd be right. so cool if we could have a big conference at some point, just have workshops and have fifty-five different vendors in one place and come away from that. That would be amazing. I think that can happen. I believe that to yeah, be true. And it's funny, I even thought about this. I was thinking about like a neon vendors convention. And I really do think we're very close to that point. I think we're getting down to the ground floor where we now know, okay, we're no longer having to uh, kind of sell equipment off or figure out where people are or, you know, work amazing. within the same two people that work in the community, you know, that no signs. You can now message somebody like we do online. And I'm always stressing that, you know, if you don't know enough about neon, just message somebody nearby that you know online. And, and at least you, you know, if you don't hear back, that's cool, but be prepared to at least acknowledge that there's someone out there that could maybe answer your question, you know, and I think it's really important. You know, the networks that are going on right now, like art shows, we've got multiple artists online now, people actively participating in shows. Uh, and I think a lot of businesses and, and, you know, commercial entities, whether you like it or not, are now uh, stepping in and acknowledging that there's, there's more to this story than we initially thought rather versus like just some signage things. You know, we associate neon with all sorts of things now, which is really cool. Now it's like neon and movies, and and we even touched on video games. Like, what what was the thing that kind of we talked about this, which is cool. I think people who love video games are gonna really like this. You've got this really cool shop slash arcade now. You know, what was yeah. the first game? Was there something out there that you got acquired that you're like, oh, that thing? Well, I don't know about my first game, but my last game was Xenon. That's my all time number one. Nice. pinball machine and i finally found one here on the island and it, it's mine i finally have one but the first game was a, a cheesy old pinball machine i overpaid for drove all the way to hanford which is like three hour drive for me um and got it back it didn't work got it working after about a couple days and i'm like yes that achievement you know and then it just took off. I just you guys have a really great sign. Anybody that's listening right now, go look up Heavy Light Works on Instagram. It's it's Heavy Light Works, just like it sounds. The the sign is is really amazing. Like right outside the front, it's like this arcade. It says it up and down, right, with the star and everything kind of rolling through it. Really cool. Do people from the street level understand that? Like you guys are also neon too. Like how is it represented from the street? Because it looks incredible from the outside. It's really just a okay. It's we live in a small little town here. It's very interesting that the rest of the island neon is not allowed by by code. Little old Langley here is a historic town. We have our own little two two police cars, a little mayor, a cute little town. But uh, again, about the same time I started getting the neon, I got be good friends with the city planner. They had a progressive streak where they had a lot of sweeping changes. And I mentioned neon. He's like, oh, they kind of wrote it into the sign code for me. I'm not saying it did it for me. I'm just saying all of a sudden there was a neon sign code and then neon was allowed. So I just took that ball and rolled it. And thanks, by the way, for that little shout out. About two years ago, you talked about the motel sign that I built. And uh, I was like, oh my gosh, little shout out. That, that was pretty fun. Mm -hmm. and super pumped about that like there's a lot of really cool things about the town and, and even like the footprint that you guys have left by like even with night lighting there's this we talked about on the show a lot even with the las vegas museum going into this idea of what seediness was and what and what promotion was or what entertainment was 
I think it's neat that the town, you guys kind of got into this conversation I read online about just um, intensity, you know, within the flashing or moving or rotating, like what exactly would they allow? Yeah. Um, everybody has this idea of, I guess, neon has to be intense. Like it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's always flashing and it's always really bright, which is funny because now we have the ability to know dim neon and, and do things with neon we never could before. But due to the fact that whatever they saw, maybe through a movie or something else like closely related to them, that's their idea of neon, right? Like it's almost yeah. like that's when neon stopped. It and then interesting <laughs> to see people's reactions at first when the like the motel sign, which is like nine feet tall, when that went in, there was everybody was stopping their cars, going, "That's a great sign. Where did you get that thing? Where did you? How did you?" And then there was a few people that were like, "I can't believe the city." council approved that, 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 that. but that there's, always be, there's always gonna be a group of haters right yeah but and it advertises but, something locally which is really funny because wouldn't you think you'd want to help a business out and one of the things i read too is that some of the owners sort of that they were just saying how it helped the business and i thought that was yeah. really cool um you know not only is it sort of pride and only craftsmanship stuff that's made locally but it also brings a certain amount of uh, authenticity to a city and, mm -hmm. you know, connectivity. Like people don't remember um, like a blank window, you know, they're like, oh, that glass looks really nice, right? Because it's everywhere. It's, it's you know, but once you, you want to kind of therapeutically give it, you know, a sense of, you know, uh, realness, you know, and, and craftsmanship, a lot of these things really do start to take a, a, a hold of themselves, right? Where people remember, oh yeah, that's the place I went to last week. Did you, it's the place with the sign. They don't, you know, whatever landmark, right? They are landmarks. And you then know? you have the other camp that grew up with those same signs and they're feeling nostalgic. They're like, oh, wow, look at that. It's just like when I was a kid at the blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. I get that a lot too. And that's pretty cool. Even the, the building inspector, he was, they hired a new one and he was a retired electrician. So he was already like 70 years old. And he came out and saw that the ice cream cone, you know, for the uh, ice cream shop. And he's like, where did you get that old sign? I was like, yes, thank you. <laughs> and the, things, the, the thing about what we're doing here is that we're building the, the signs like the original way with galvanized sheet metal. And I've got, I, I'm a sheet metal, con I'm a metal contractor by day. So I do custom metal work all day long for a living. The archaeus is just a hobby. The neon is more than a hobby, obviously, but my my background is in metalwork. So I can I can bang the sheet metal parts out with my eyes closed, so to speak. You know, I mean it's, and I've reverse engineered a few signs to see how the old school guys did it. And then of course when I go to like the neon boneyard, I'm like sitting there looking at every screw, every rivet, how they're attaching this and it's a guided tour, you know. So like, come on, Timmy, come along, catch up with us. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> That's really cool. And I mean, for anybody listening, the nine foot Langley Motel, it's really, it's really cool. You know, even within the structure, you can't not look at it and just realize that that's something new. But it almost, you know, it looks directly like, you know, vintage neon. And uh, I think it's a lot of credibility needs to go to you in the shop for understanding a lot of those processes. And I also want to inspire other artists too to you know if you don't have those certain skills look for people that do have them because they can just make your works down even more like if you know there's a you know a metal guy down the road um 
do a trade, you know, or, or yeah. go in Habsy and, and figure out a way to, you know, gravitate towards signs that can do more than, you know, depending on what you want to do, but there's other layers to it. Like one of my favorite things is these machine plate tags you guys put on all your signs. Um, you know, it's got like the date and the amps. It's just super cool. And, yeah. It just, it just, it's just another way to personalize your work. Like if you're trying to fight against, you know, the mundane and, and get something out there that's a little bit more concrete, you know, just keep leveling it up, you know, add more to it, you know, okay. It doesn't have to be, you know, straight neon or it can be, but I'm just saying there's other ways of, of operating. And I just think that artists should be uh, more open to that because it's a great way to kind of, you know, what are your strengths and lean on them, you know? And it's funny, that it's fun to work with other people too. Cause I similarly, Lee, I have a group of people in my group that I lean on. I have a blacksmith who comes and works with us when we need them. I've got another artisan that comes and works with us as we need them. I've got other people. We're on a small island, you know, so we have to all kind of be jacks of all trades. And so I've been very lucky to have a pool of talented people that, you know, I can, you know, access as needed, you know, and then they have their own things going too. So I get to help them. It's pretty cool. But I'm yeah. so in encouraging that, I would encourage that also that we're get involved with and i think you mentioned other people have spoken on this podcast about how they would reach out to other benders and other mother middle people and they actually probably want to help because that's exciting it's a new avenue for some people mm -hmm. i think that the, the ultimate guide really is to invite as many people into your process as you can because you'll be surprised at how uh, you know yeah. how you can scale it uh and ultimately over time you know, these people that can really give their skills a whole other level, right? We kind of assume neon is just neon, but it's got a lot of facets to it. And, and that's what's really cool about it is that we can compare it to other eras. I always talk about that too, like depending on what, uh, if it's a client or a personal matter or maybe a gallery, you can really pick up on the different styles and techniques that have come before it and then either expand upon it or, or, or similarly just do more of that. I think there's there's so much networking that happens in art that we sort of don't necessarily realize at that point in time but the but the breakdown is really the you know the uh the outlets if you will like what can you get your message across and how far can you take it it really just depends on the person and maybe the ultimately what the end goal is anything that you are you find it is it you know with covid coming on and things like this um you know are people gravitating towards signs where you guys are or is it more of a conversation well, about reopening like is there something that kind of hits for you i don't i'm not sure like i'm not really looking to do signs for people for say i'm doing signs for art's sake more or less and if people want to buy them great like the signs that i have built that are on locations i got to design you know they, they came to me and said we just want a neon sign so i got to you know, or collaborate. Like the motel sign was an, an excellent collaboration with the owner of the motel, who happened to be a retired architect. And they went on a, 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 a 20 day road trip looking at old neon signs to get inspired for this one. And it helped too that the wife was from Las Vegas. So she wanted the, that razzle dazzle thing. But, um, Sorry, Max. Can you ask your question again? I got lost. Yeah, there. I'm just. In, I was just intrigued <laughs> by. <laughs> I was intrigued by just the area. Like we, I, I get a chance oh. to talk to a lot of people, and yeah. you know, with the reopening and things like that going on, um, I think there's a lot of opportunities. Like what's what's I think particularly special about what you guys have going on is 
um, you know, not afraid to try different types of work and uh, yeah. especially typography or iconography or even like, I love the skateboards that you guys do. Just really a fan of all of it. But ultimately, is there anything that you guys are super stoked on that's coming up right now that you can really kind of hit home on or just let people know? Yeah, well, okay, going back a little bit, I, being a metal contractor, that's my, that, that pays my bills, you know, that pays my, so I can, I get to have a lot of, I'm not super stressed about selling, you know, producing a lot of neon work to sell per se. I mean, obviously it'd be nice and it is nice when I do sell, but it's not my main focus. I get to have fun with it. So we get to, do, we just play around, you know, we, like the skateboards that we're just playing around. We're like, oh, this is pretty fun. And the different shapes, the different, you know, like we took the shutdown, the COVID time when the machine shop, the arcade was closed, which absorbs a lot of my extra time. That's when we sat down and figured out, let's make a, a series of stars. We took the, the star from the arcade sign and reproduced 25 of them. Then we took the star off of the motel sign and took, we made 25 of those. And then we made like a run of 25 of this and then 30 of these. And the idea is there. So the, the next phase to answer your question is to, we're launching the new website tomorrow and heavylightworks.com. And we have one now, but it's kind of, yeah. but the new one will have um, buy now buttons. So each, each one, each star is unique. Each one has its own uh, texture, its own paint color. Some of them are rusted, some of them are etched galvanized and they um, have different colors of the tube and they have their own serial number. So you can pick the exact one you might want and just hit the button and we'll ship it to you. So that's the new phase we're trying to get into is still create our own stuff. Not to say I just, I do, I still do custom sign work too, but I just, that's not my main focus. Mm -hmm. main focus it's neat. Good. It's neat to hear that too. Like I think, um, neon as a, as a building community tool, like a platform to engage, but also doing other things. I'm always I'm very committed on that and that, you know, if you've got, uh, more spinning plates is better than none. Uh, and, and it's cool yeah. to hear you kind of the metal thing is what I'm doing and neon is where it's at on the side. And I'm still kind of, um, you know, uh, selling my appetite in a way, like I'm getting what I want done. And then the multiple, you know, kind of star routine. Um, a lot of artists do very well with that. Like I like the motif just so much so that it sells very well through the internet. And, um, you know, it's practical. A lot of people are not really self-aware of what they like to make. And if they can do something, like I said, like the star motif is just a cool thing. And then yes. knowing its significance in the metal space and then combining that with kind of the marketing uh, side as well. And uh, yeah, I just think creatively, it makes a lot of sense. It's authentic. And it also speaks to the fact that you guys are really kind of achieve certain goals, especially when it comes from from a, very, from a format that you can recreate and, and not everybody has that ability to do that but but you know depending on what you want to do with it, it it sounds like a great way to also social network too which i think is i always yeah. talk about networking on this show i think it's just really important to um, connect with other people in, the, in that space too so very cool man um you know within that is is just a you know, self-promotion for me, making sure people follow heavy light works, get out there, check out Tim's work. Uh, they're on Instagram. We'll put links to the, to the pages as we always do. Um, and just really a huge fan. I, I can't wait to see what happens next. Um, 
any kind of final notes or anything that you want to comment on? Ollie, you have the, the last word here, but I appreciate you, Tim, coming on the show and uh, and just being such a huge part of me. Oh, thanks, Max. Well, you know, this is, um, yeah, sorry. I lost that one. Um, <laughs> you got it, man. <laughs> the show, uh, the, or, I mean, the, the uh, dark show is coming up. Um, the stars, where can they get the star? It's happening, launching now. The site. Yeah, we're going to launch you, tomorrow. And if they want a star, it. how do they get it? You go to the website, pick the one you want, and uh, push the button. Cool. We're, we're starting on the, the next development is going to be arrows, like the boomerang style arrows. Like the motel sign, thought it'd be really cool to take just half of that hang on the wall. But we're going to do a series of smaller arrow, boomerang awesome. arrows. Well, if you're into the stars now, get it now. Um, click the button. It's super, you know, super kick-ass. Check it out. It's that simple, man. Click a button if you can get one. Do go check it out. And uh, Tim, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Max. Hey, guys. Hope you enjoyed that show. If you haven't done so, please leave us a review on your podcast aggregator of choice. We have a lot of great neon guests coming up. And as always, thanks for listening.